0: Hey everybody thanks for tuning in the next 10 minutes are inspired by an unfortunate reality i hope you enjoy it welcome to the engine (laughs) we always talk about reality as if other people don't get it you just say well that's not reality Right. Or especially when dealing with young people, you say, you just wait, you just wait till that person gets to the real world. You know, you could be dealing with like a 16 year old who's really frustrated with their classmates or something. You say, well, that's just not reality. Right. That's just not reality. They're going to get to the real world. They're going to get theirs. And you always see this not just with young people, but in specific with young people that do really well on things without trying. Some people have natural inclinations. I myself was very good at math growing up. it, It just made a lot of sense to me. But I did not have to work as hard. As other students who may be in my classes, may have been in my classes, but again, they they just weren't as naturally inclined. And as you can imagine, when I got into the upper level maths, specifically at Cal, I didn't have the work ethic to grind through them like other people did. And reality caught up to me. The reality was I had a natural kind of inclination towards math and it made sense to me, but I didn't have the work ethic to go along with that. So again, the real world hit me hit me right between the eyes. And we always tell people this as a saving grace because people get very frustrated with with inequalities of, of effort and outcome. And we always present reality as the real world as a weighing machine, as a judging machine, okay? Because no matter what, you have somebody who is not putting in the amount of effort they showed or the commitment they showed or just not acting in the right way to get the results they're getting, we always say, yes, but this is a closed case, right? or this is a single instance where somebody might be able to squeak by. But again, in a long enough time frame, right, which we talk about with the world, we present the world as a long time frame that will ultimately flush out who that person is. And it doesn't matter if they're just They were born with inclinations toward math. They're going to get theirs. It doesn't matter if they were just born with inclinations towards English. If they, don't, if they don't work correctly, if they don't work properly, if they don't work in the right way, if they're just getting something for nothing, the world is going to flush it out. And that's always a consolation that people get. It's something that I heard when I was younger especially with really good athletes, right? Because again, let's say I was good at math, but I wasn't always the best best athlete. And I think any athlete understands that there are some people that show up and it just makes sense. right? I myself had to work twice as hard in, in certain things than other people did. And it was incredibly frustrating. But in a long enough time frame, my character, right, my commitment, my diligence, it bared fruit. Right, where some people were naturally inclined towards, let's say, wrestling or, or jiu-jitsu or something like that. They just, it just made sense to them. They had brute force. They had balance. They, they got it right away. It didn't come naturally to me, but over a long enough time frame, I became better than they were because I was committed, because I worked hard, because I moved towards my goals in the ways that we all know are appropriate with commitment and focus and, and diligence. So we have this grip on reality when it comes to certain things. But it also seems that we completely contradict ourselves when we go full woke and just say that people have something for nothing. And let me be really clear. I get in arguments with my students about, you know, the success of one gender versus another gender. And one girl may say, well, I'm not great at math because I'm a girl and, you know, that's just the way it goes. It's like that doesn't doesn't make sense at all. What are you talking about? And there's this sentiment that all of a sudden people are getting things for nothing. Right. So there might be a boy in my class and he might be in calculus and some girl will literally be like, well, of course, because he's a guy and, you know, guys are told that they should study math. It's like, wait, what are you talking about? Even if he's a guy and he's told he should study math, it doesn't account for the fact that he's had to do all of these assignments and he's had to work hard. Right. And you you push this out to to more contemporary social issues like the color of your skin may have an absolute determination on your income. That's what people are saying. Right. It's like, well, of course you live in Danville. You're a big white guy. Well, first, I'm Mexican. And second, I didn't grow up in Danville. I grew up in Concord. So, like, how does this actually play out? And it's almost like people understand the reality check when it comes to, hey, this person is really good at wrestling right away, but he's not putting in the commitment. So in a long enough time frame, this person's character will show that he's not that, he's not that adept for wrestling or, or your commitment towards something will overshadow his natural ability. We all get that. But why is it all of a sudden that we've reversed course when it comes to, to identity politics? And we say, okay, with math, if you're really hardworking and you're committed – You'll get math eventually, and the people that are not really hardworking won't get it. But when it comes to anything else like income, if you're hardworking, nope, nope, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. If you're poor, you, you worked really hard no matter what, and if you have money, then you didn't earn any of it. You just You were obviously born that way or there's something like that. There's this weird double standard that we have when it comes to these odd political positions. And I very much believe the world by and large is a meritocracy. Now, I am not saying like my children are being born with more than what I had. And I was born with more than what my dad had. And he was born with more than what his dad had. His dad was born in abject poverty in Mexico. Like they had nothing to eat day by day. and Christmas was no gifts. I'm not talking about a couple gifts. I'm talking no gifts. And my dad growing up had a couple gifts and I had more gifts and my boys have more gifts. Let's just say I try to not spoil them. But the point is, there are disparities between that, right? There are disparities between generations. That's totally fine. I understand that. And it it can be frustrating for somebody to look at something like position in life when they're born or, hey, this guy happens to be six foot five and I'm only five foot ten. He's probably going to go farther in, let's say swimming than I am. Okay, yeah, that could be true. That's fine, but that doesn't mean you can't go really far in swimming. It doesn't mean that 90% of your success will come from your commitment and not just your, your height. No, yeah, you go down to five feet tall, you're going to have a really short guy. He's not going to have as good a reach. He's probably not going to be world-class in swimming. We all have our limitations. That's fine. But again, I think the world is far more pliable and far more flexible when it comes to things like your position in the world. You can rise up. It takes a lot of work. And yeah, you need a base level of something, right? I'm not advocating for people who are born to the absolute worst positions in inner cities to just like bootstrap yourself, man. Like, whatever. It's like you're surrounded by horrible stuff. That's going to be really horrible and you're going to have a really hard time. But man, even Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, the famous comedian, was born into a really rough social situation. His dad was a, in, and out of, in and out of jail and drugs and the whole thing. And Kevin Hart has become something amazing. I love that guy. And it's just so interesting to me to see us advocate for meritocracy in the world with young people. Saying, look, you work, you keep working hard. I don't care that it's easy for this person. I don't care who they are. You keep working hard in this area, whatever your chosen area is. It could be violin, it could be math, it could be science, it could be comedy. It doesn't matter. You keep working hard and you're going to go far. We all believe that. We all tell young people that. But the second it comes to identity politics, we say none of that matters. I call shenanigans on that. We either have to pick one way or another. We either have to start telling people that identity politics is correct and it applies to every other metric in the world. Say, hey, look, no matter what, I don't care what, what, what you do in swimming or in math, your skin color will dictate your, your ultimate success. We either have to start telling them that, which is an absurd proposition, right? Or we just have to say it's not true. We have to pick one way or another. To identify the world. We have to pick one way or another to talk about reality. And this is not a very popular topic to bring up. But I think it's true. I think it's true. I think there are racist people out there. I think people are born into very diverse family and social situations and economic situations. I think that's all true. And I think your social situation, your economic situation does absolutely play a, play a role in your, in your long-term success. But it is not the only role. It is not the only thing affecting your long-term success. Yes, it's harder for some people. Yes, it's easier for some people. But at the end of the day, we all got to make our lives happen one way or another. We got to play the hands we're dealt. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.